Hey everybody, welcome to the show today. Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything from the streets to the peaks. DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. I know the one that I have my own is that Storm bag. It looks sleek. It looks like it can handle all my stuff, and it just looks great. I need a bag almost, I use a bag almost every day just for work and to the gym. So these bags are just, I know they'll do the job. So today we are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. Sweet, epic beard you're rocking. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> how long you been? How long you been working that thing? Uh, probably had to shave to cut my hair in like two years or so. Yeah. Maybe three. Is this just uh, something you wanted to do, or you, something new you're trying? Or it's actually just uh, um, doing nothing. You know, <laughs> it's literally it's like the opposite. It's like just I literally don't have to fucking do anything. You know. Okay. I like, I like that better. I oh, mean, like, I'm always jealous of people with beards like that. I mean, just because I've never been able to grow. Like, I'm, like, real patchy with my facial hair. I mean, like, the coolest thing I ever fucking did was just shave my head, I guess. But Well, uh, you got to keep up with that. You got to do that, like, fucking every six hours or some shit to keep it, like, as smooth as it looks right now. I, I might as well, dude. I, I do it every night, man. But, uh, but yeah. Sorry, man. It's a lot of work. Like, that's why. I mean, at first, man, it sucked, though, just because I didn't really know what the fuck I was doing. So I was cutting my hair or cutting, not cutting my head in small little places like you would on your face. That's it. So just uh, I, I do like an old school razor and just get after it like that. But you use beard oils and stuff in yours? None of that. No, I'm like, I don't. I just fucking just don't do anything, man. Gotcha. Like, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. The opposite of them. And I'm really asking the hard questions tonight with our facial hair stuff. But anyway, let's get <laughs> let's get into let's get into your background. Oh, I might ask your favorite color later, so be prepared on that one, Anthony. <laughs> it's a real humdinger I got. So. uh so yeah, you're a comedian, you're an actor, you got your own podcast. I mean, is this something you've always been doing your whole life or did you just start it or? Well, the, the podcast things like uh, something that like didn't exist when I was a kid, you know, you had to like, uh, like get a job at a radio station and all that and stuff. I feel, I feel like to even getting something like this, like, uh, but yeah, no, no, I just, um, I wanted to be a rock star and then I wasn't talented. So I just like, uh, went with comedy cause it's easier. You, know? you were a rock star. You want to be a rock star, but you wasn't talented, huh? Basically, yeah. So I, I mean, I can't play any instruments very well, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to listen to anything I wrote, you know. So I figured like comedy would be a better route, and then I got lucky enough to be in like movies and stuff. I was making fun of people on the internet a lot, and that's how I got into comedy. I, I was just, uh, I, I got asked to go on a tour and stuff. I kind of feel like comedy would almost be harder to get into, just because. I mean, I, I don't obviously I don't know the game, and I'm as you probably already know, I'm not a comedian myself, but. I just, from what I've heard, you know, I follow, you know, uh, some of the bigger names, Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura, Theo Vaughn, and Nikki Glaser, Wiki Cummings, all that. But it seems like based on their come-ups, it seems like kind of a hard 
thing to get into. Does that kind of make sense? I don't know. I don't know what any of the, yeah, I don't know what they, they did, but like, yeah, I just, I was just making fun of people on Facebook, got like a million followers and Damn. was writing articles, was writing articles and fucking just like, uh, tour, uh, was asked to tour pretty much. I, I was asked to tour before I even did an open mic or anything. I had no, I had no idea how to do comedy. I just like, they're like, you want to uh, you go on this tour? And I'm like, yeah, I could do, I just like pretend like I could do it and just went with it, you know? So you're just kind of faking it to your make it right there at the beginning? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't, you couldn't have told me that at the time, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> But yeah, looking back, I feel like um, yeah, no, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just like going from like making making fun of people on Facebook when I was bored, you know, to like um, to that. And I wrote articles and stuff, and then I got I got banned from writing articles, so I went to comedy too. I think because like I just like just I would make fun of so much shit that people would just get mad, and then I just like move into this like cancel culture thing where like the cancel culture completely canceled culture, so uh, <laughs> there's no more culture anymore. So wait, did you mean like Facebook banned you from? Did you get one of those bands or? Well, no, I lost my, I lost my verified Facebook with a thousand, uh, with a million people. I lost my verified Twitter like at a different time. And then I, I mean, so I've lost accounts, but I meant like, uh, I wasn't able to write for any publication after, um, an article I wrote went viral. It was like a joke. I was like, just making fun of shit. And they, um, and the page that I wrote for like published it, like it was news and it was like a satire article and everybody got like mad and stuff. And then like, I couldn't write for funny or die or any of these places anymore. And like, uh, so then I think that's kind of how I went to comedy. I was making fun of people in articles and like on the social media. And then like, uh, I want to be a writer first, probably, you know? Oh, uh, okay. So you were just kind of, okay, that makes sense. But so how recent was that when they banned you? Was that a couple of years? Twitter was just recently, Facebook was a couple of years ago. I can't even have a Twitter anymore. They won't even let me make, create an account. I mean, that's, that's bullshit. I mean, just, it is. They just, when I say they, I mean, obviously, I, I heard somebody call it the other day a virtual government that they have the right to uh-huh. uh, basically ban whoever they want. And just basically, if you were just writing for comedy, you weren't even probably, were they taking it out of context or what? I mean. Well, yeah. And plus, I mean, I was being a dick, you know, but it's, I, I'm not trying to act like I wasn't, but it was just, it was just to entertain myself. Like, but no, it was just like, um, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, uh, they just stole my, they just tweeted my account, deactivated my account, banned me from, anytime I create a new one, it's like, it's like, you're, they email me and be like, oh, you're trying to evade your ban or something. Like, they have these all these like, made up rules. I don't understand what they are. I thought we still had like free speech and like, you know, uh, freedom of press and all these things, but it just turns out it's always been a lie. <laughs> I well, guess. I don't know. I mean, it basically is just because, you know, I've been catching up on, uh, you know, I was talking with somebody else about ivermectin. And apparently, if you talk about that on YouTube or, not necessarily talk about it, but I guess if you're recommending people to take ivermectin, do you know what ivermectin is? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. So apparently, so, so apparently, YouTube is saying like, "Hey, you know, we're going to demonetize all your videos if you even bring that word up." Or they're not going to give you 15 cents anymore. I guess but, not. <laughs> or yeah, <whatever>. okay. <laughs> or I mean, there's like there's like five people that make money off YouTube, so, so you really you really hit us in their pocketbooks, YouTube. <laughs> but I uh, know. <laughs> No, I just think like um, I, I think even if you say, I mean, say say the ivermectin argument's wrong. I don't know if it's right or wrong. I don't know. I don't know either way. I'm saying say it's wrong. Um, you shouldn't censor people. <laughs> like you, it just it just doesn't matter. And that's what they did. This whole like pandemic thing is like they just like anyone that said this is bullshit just gets deleted from social media. I mean, they deleted a sitting president. You know, that's insane. Exactly, and you know. I don't know if it's our CEO or if they have, have an algorithm or when I say they or people behind the screens. But I mean, yeah, like kind of what we're saying, like who has the right to judge on like what can be on Twitter or Facebook and who, you know, and what, what doesn't have the right to be on there. 
I mean, yeah, we have like the common arguments like, well, it's a private business can operate however it wants to. And then like, but like, except for be open, <laughs> like, right. They were like told that they couldn't be open, but like, they, they, but they can censor people. It's just like, it's, there's no consistency in their, in their bullshit exactly. really, you know? Exactly. It's just like, it's like, I feel like a eight year old's lying to me trying to like skip school or something. I'm just like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm like, why to me better, you know? Yeah. I mean, especially doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, doesn't the Taliban have a Twitter account? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to join the. I was thinking about joining the Taliban so I could get back on Twitter. I was, I was, debating. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was debating it. Well, hey, man, whatever you got to do. Just, I mean, did you enjoy Twitter? I mean, I've never been a big Twitter guy, but you know, I hear that's nah. just, it's like a bunch of apes throwing shit against the wall on that thing. It was fun talking shit, but that's about it. You know, I just make fun of everybody. Like, I mean, that's why I got banned. I was just make, I was just make fun of everybody. Mm. Like. I was running for office too, and they, they, I, I think they got mags. I was running for Congress at the same time, and like um, I, I came in like second place, and like but I was just talking shit the whole time. Like, so I think they're just like kind of like, like, oh shit, he's going against our agenda. And like, don't you know? Like, they're not really doing. I mean, I was just, telling, I was just like, I don't know, like just saying some shit that's obvious. You know, like people should be like have representatives, represent the people type shit, and like not lobbyists and all that stuff. And I took no money from donations and stuff. And I just made it, I made the other person look retarded basically, you know, because they, they, they took like a million dollars from a community they love and shit, you know? And I was just like, I don't take any money. I think it's panhandling and just call them panhandlers and shit. I I'm like, that, it's like, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm going to cut you off. I, I saw that. No, you were, I, I saw that you were running for, you ran for political office or house of Democrats or Congress, whatever you just said. But did that think you put you more into the spotlight just because you became a political figure? At- to a degree. I mean, I was in movies before that and stuff, but I, but I think like, um, I think to a degree, I think more people came to my podcast after they like found out what I was about. And like, I think um, the cat, the person I ran against is a nightmare. So like, there's a lot of people that just like uh, that that signed with me over her just being a complete nightmare. You know, trying to defund the police and the Pentagon, whatever dumb shit she says. You know, she actually was one of those people who were saying defund the police. Yeah, it's like a radical, like kind of lunatic. You know, yeah, just almost so far left that there's no way of coming back from any kind of middle ground. Yeah, yeah, not a, like there's some good Democrats. I mean, like Harry S. Truman, he was from Missouri and stuff. I'm from Missouri. I mean, there's a, we had FDR. We had some good Democrats back in the day, to be honest. I mean, but I mean, they they were just swooped by radicals. It seems like it seems like they're just like, um, I mean, just they're just trying to destabilize the country. <laughs> that's all it seems like. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's just what it seems like. That you know, just because I, you know, I, I, I didn't want this to turn political, but we can go down a little bit of this road just because I feel pretty ignorant when I start talking about politics. But so you might have to talk to me like I'm five on some of this. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. But I mean, it just seems like the country just got completely divided, and that we're so far left and or so far right that you know, do you do you think that there should almost be a third party? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there there are other parties that just don't ever win, you know. I mean, there's there's a libertarian party they just they they just never fucking win an election. Uh, it's just like, uh, I mean, it just depends, man. I, I think the I think both parties should be. I mean, there should be a pendulum kind of going back and forth, and like the the left is good for like social programs and like uh, pretending to care about poor people, and like uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. And then like, but uh, but you know, they're they're more fake. But I mean, it should go back and forth with, with I mean. We wouldn't have these destroyed inner cities if they went left and right, you know. We wouldn't have these like, um, I, and we would we would have maybe more blacks drug laws or something if it were Democrat every once in a while. You know, so like there's some good things that are on a both. I mean, I think libertarian ideology is probably best that just the party doesn't win. Hmm. And I think that um, I don't know. I just it needs to go. There, you need both. You can't just argue. You can't just talk. Stop talking to your fucking grandma because you disagree with her politically. It's just kind of a dumb thing to do. You know, it's like you're allowed to talk to people that you disagree with. It seems like we forgot that. And we're, I feel, I feel like um, they're trying to push us into a civil war or something, you know, 
I just said to kill, so we all just kill ourselves or something. Well, that's what it almost was. That uh, I mean, kind of got a couple different thoughts, but just yeah, I mean, it's almost became that people just want to be so right that it doesn't matter if you can find like a middle ground, and if you are not with you know agreeing with whatever I would say, for example, that yeah, it's just automatically just throwing hate towards everybody. But you know, did you ever did you watch that uh, Into the Storm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that guy was on Joe Rogan the other day, and I was listening to him, and uh, he was actually talking about how he thought on January sixth, based on everything coming up from that point right there, that it was going to be a civil war that day, and it was just like less happened than what he thought was going to happen. Like he thought it was going to be all out anarchy. Yeah, I think they're trying to push us that way. Like in my opinion, I mean, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have like, I don't know. I'm not trying to die in this hill. But, but I feel like um, I feel like it's the Chinese Communist Party. I think they're influencing America and funding the divide on both sides. And they're and they're um, black. They make all of our phones and electronics so they can watch us all the time. So they blackmail us sure. when, when um, high, high officials do fucked up shit. I mean, they have them on audio and video sometimes too. Um, and then if, and then if you're squeaky clean and you're in a position like Facebook or something like that, they then pay you money. Like Reddit, Reddit collected like three hundred million dollars last year from the Chinese Communist Party. I mean, but, well, the company was Tencent, but they're owned by the Chinese Communist Party. And like, I mean, I think we're being influenced by communist countries to make us argue and to stabilize. And like, um, I mean, the vaccine argument, I mean, we're trying to, we're getting rid of half our fucking military because they won't take the vaccine. So, I mean, we're basically getting rid of all these federal and important jobs that because of all these like weird divides and, you know. Yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent. It seems like, you know, China's trying to be, the, if not, they're going to be trying to become the ultimate higher power in the world. And yeah, I mean, if they can, I guess, use anything against us and kind of like, you know, obviously put a virus on the inside and just let it kill us from themselves. Yeah. I mean, it's like the perfect crime, I guess, so to speak. I don't know. Perfect. War. Yeah. It's like the art of war. It's like they want to fight on. It's, 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 it's how they fight wars. They don't want to, they don't want to fight in combat. They want to destroy the nation from within before they attack. I mean, that's kind of what, that's, I mean, that's kind of what the entire art of war was about. I mean, that, that Chinese military guy. Oh yeah. But, but I mean, it's just, it's just fucking boring. You know, evil's so boring. It's like, I just want to fucking eat Chipotle and have fun and stuff, man. These people are fucking being retarded now. <laughs> well, so how do you, have you always been interested in politics? Or is this just something that just came to I mean, to, like to a degree, man. But like, I think this time got so ridiculous. Nobody was, I mean, this, I mean, it, in, the, in the spot I was running for, this lady was just like a liar. Like she pretended to be a nurse and like a, and like a pastor and like a good mom and all these, she's just like showboating, pretending to be a, the moral high ground. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like when I saw something, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like no one's going to say something about this. And like, it's just like, kind of just got really annoying. And like, I, I really loved the area of St. Louis where I live in and stuff. And like, um, I was just seeing it get worse and worse and worse by just these like con artist liars, just like panhandling for money. You know, it's, it's got old. And I wanted to try to change things up. Even if I didn't win, I wanted to show people you could run for office with no money. And that you could um, almost win, I guess. I mean, I didn't win, but I mean, I came in second place, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. I mean, shit. Um, so uh, how'd you do your campaign, though? I mean, did you have fundraising, or did you just do it all yourself? Entirely on the internet. I didn't take a dime. Nice. I um, I refused all money. I probably refused hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, I mean, if I was to go back and this guy offered me ten grand, and this guy offered me blonde, this guy offered me five hundred bucks, you know. I went through that and I'll add up probably a couple hundred grand, you know, um, I said no to all that. Um, uh, people were offering me billboards. I said no to that. I mean, it's, it's dumb marketing wise, but I wanted to see if I could win on my own with no, no real, I mean, I had help from people spreading the word and stuff and people told each other, you know, Yeah. but no, I didn't have so much as a flyer, man. I, I spent $28 and that was, that was what the articles were saying. I, I, uh, 
I only spent twenty dollars the whole time, like uh, for a website and some business cards. Well, that was that's all you spent was just that. That's bad. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was just take that much that little just to run for office like that. That's what I kind of want to prove because I mean we can get our way out of this corporate dictatorship if we could just like all stand up for ourselves. You know, it's like that's kind of like even if I didn't win my first election, I mean I think I could still come back. You know. What do you think you're going to run again? Oh, definitely. When 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 is that? I don't next even, year. I okay. sign up. I sign up next year, early next year, and then uh, the elections like a couple months after that. Do you think what do you do different this time? Will you tell you try to put more into marketing or? I'll do door to door more, man. Because like um, you couldn't do door to door. You'd scare all these Democrats. You know that they're like they they believe that story like hardcore. Like I mean, my town's mostly Democrats. I mean, they they believe that like um they were gonna die or something, and they felt like they had to wear dirty cloth over their face so they would fucking die. <coughs> hmm. Just kind of so I couldn't knock on their doors. What I'm saying, they I would have fucking been the boogeyman to them. You know? Yeah. I mean, does, not, does the door to door still stuff work though? It does if you relate to the person. I mean, if you're like, I mean, I, I think if you literally, what I, what I do differently is I don't really go and I'm like, oh, I'm about this and I'm about this and I'm about this. Just straight up lie to people. Like, um, I just like kind of ask them what they want me to do. I'm like, I'm like, what do you want me to do? Like, I, like when I win, like, what do you, what, like, how can I represent you? That's like my job. For sure. Like my, my opinion is like one like 300,000th of like the opinion that matters, you know, like everyone's opinion in the district matters and country and state and whatever else, you know? Yeah. I like how you said that, just trying to relate to the person and just asking them like, Hey, how can I help you out, bro? Like what's up? Yeah. Man? And take a list, like fucking like, like list this shit up. Like, like actually listen to them. I mean, that's you're, you're, you're supposed to represent the people. You're not supposed to represent the banks and lobbyists and the corporations and Silicon Valley and pharmaceuticals and, you know, well, that's what the uh, for the people. That's what the uh, the old papers that are in Washington are supposed to say, right? No, yeah, it doesn't seem like they read those at all. Yeah, yeah. What are those anymore? I mean, somebody said like you know those things were made like two hundred. Oh yes, yeah, two hundred years ago. Like y'all didn't write any different shit yet. I mean, you know, maybe not even two hundred, three hundred years ago. What was it, seventeen seventy six? So yeah, yeah. I think they got it down the first time. You know, I mean, they may have made some amendments. So. Be other people that that don't own land can enjoy their life, but, but outside of a, I mean, outside, outside of a couple of mistakes like that, I mean, it's pretty. I mean, the Bill of Rights is pretty fucking on point. I mean, you know, um, I don't know. Yeah, they did pretty well with it. I mean, you know, I I just feel you know, well, I wanted to say this earlier, but you know, it's talking about Twitter and Facebook and stuff, but people have used that as this, you know, to weaponize themselves just with anything and anything they say, and, and all of a sudden. You know, other people will get behind them, just like the QAnon stuff, like we were just talking about Into the Storm. And it's just like, hey, what type of people are we getting in on this? And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that or anything, but hey, you shouldn't always be that gullible. You may, Maybe you do your own homework and see what you're really getting into behind stuff. And, and I think it's yeah. where a lot of people fail to do stuff now. So you have an idiot like me say something ridiculous, and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm with that bald-headed fuck. Let's do it. It's like, <laughs> if you're getting your news from me, man, you shouldn't <laughs> should have did that, so. Well, and like, I think like, um, I think we're all just people, man. So we're, like, it doesn't like, like people just like show me an article that's typed as like evidence for something that happened. I'm like that. I mean, that proves somebody typed that, but I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> people are just so fucking down. They just want to argue about everything. Like, and it's getting better now. It seems like though, it was really tense for like a second now. Is that just because Trump's out of office and everyone got what they wanted when you say it's getting better? Um, Man, I don't know if anybody got what they want with Joe Biden, but they at least don't have Trump, I guess. Huh? Like, well, I think that's what the argument is, is that, or not even an argument, but it's just like, hey, we got something. We got him out of office, and we didn't get what we wanted, but we got something. 
Yeah, we now they're like now we got a guy that can't complete his sentence and shits his pants like fucking like hooray, you know? It's, it's fucking insane, man. Like Joe Biden is fucking terrifying as a brother leading the ship, you know? Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, you know, I, like I said, I didn't want this to get too political, but just <laughs> this. I mean, and we're already down that road. But anyway, we're just the what the way he says things, and you know, I don't know, and like, he's gotten more open about it. People actually are helping him out, but that one. Statement where he was talking about like corn pop and uh, that one speech, like talking about corn pop and like something about his legs or something. It was just like, what the, like, what the yeah, fuck are you yeah. doing, Joe? Like, I don't even. He has nuclear launch codes, bro. Like, you know what I mean? That's terrifying. Exactly. You know, ter- like, that guy shouldn't even like fucking run a Starbucks, you know? Yeah. Like, to be honest, <laughs> like, I don't think he could even run a fucking Starbucks. Like, but he's running, he's running America right now, supposedly. I mean, actually, probably Nancy Pelosi is, but whatever. And fucking Barack Obama and like the same people using, <laughs> using Joe Biden as their term or whatever. But, <laughs> uh, but, you know, we'll pretend like Joe Biden came up, came up with his master plan himself and cheated to win and all this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we'll pretend like he did all of it, even though he can't form a sentence. Yeah. I mean, I mean, she's, but isn't, uh, he has most of the uh, what is it called unapproved ratings? Instead. Yeah, he has, the, he has the most votes of every president supposedly of any president that was ever elected. Uh, he has more votes supposedly, but no one ever. There's arenas cheering fuck Biden. Like I, I just don't even like I don't even I can't even pretend to believe this. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and Nancy Pelosi. I mean, she doesn't even. They keep her kind of hidden now. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, you probably have to. The country is probably pissed. Yeah, for sure, but. Anyway, uh, well, let's move on from politics and talk about something a little <laughs> bit more happier subject. Well, right. So, um, with your comedy, do you do? Is it like stand up style? When you say, yeah, 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 I do stand up comedy mostly. Um, I'm trying to write some comedy movies and stuff, but yeah, no, stand up comedy right now. And, and how, are you touring or like how how's that going? Right now, I'm kind of just doing shows here in St. Louis and like this is surrounding area, and I'm building a bus and turning it into an RV right now. So I'll be able nice. to tour. I'll tour. I'll tour soon, like in a really nice situation. But um, yeah, now I'm just kind of building up and seeing um what comedians I can bring on tour around here. So I'm just kind of like setting up like camp really out here. Like my buddy, my buddy's got a couple of bars, and we just kind of do open mic nights and just whatever you know, and uh, throw, throw, just find a new talent and stuff. I'm I'm about I'm basically stacking up, and then I'm gonna try and record a special and tour and stuff. Nice. So, how are you said you pretty much started off you just making fun of people on the internet and stuff. So are you actually writing out skits right now or, or man, I do, but I never use them, you know? Okay. I, I'll like, I, I, I probably have seven comedy specials written out and I'll probably never use them for a comedy special. And the same thing with like the sets, like I'll, I'll freak out and I'll be like, Oh man, I'll go, in, I'll go in like booking zone or something where I book like a bunch of shows. And I'm like, Oh man, I have a bunch of shows. I better get something together, you know? Yeah. And then I write, I write some out and then like, I'm like, okay, now I'm not nervous anymore. And then I just never use it. So you just go with whatever you're feeling like right there at the moment? Yeah, yeah. I just kind of just do whatever I want, like like pretty much. And like uh, sometimes it's awesome, sometimes it's bullshit. I mean, it just depends. And most of the time people at least think it's not bullshit, but I feel like it's bullshit sometimes. Well, is that kind of doing all these different open mic shows and stuff? Is that you just kind of working out your material and then like, ooh, I can say this a better way next time? Or Yeah, no, it's totally that. Because I hadn't done it. I hadn't, before last week, I probably hadn't done a show in like fucking like, like a year or two, you know? So I was like, uh, like, cause everyone's doing those fucking online shows and they just look stupid. So I just like, uh, in my opinion, you know, I mean, do we see but I'm saying no, it the, didn't work the for Zoom stuff. Oh yeah. That's yeah. It works for podcasts, but nothing else. I feel yeah. like maybe a business meeting that could have been an email or something, you know, but, I, I, but outside of that, it's like, 
I mean, like, we hadn't done a show, so and then I did. I jumped on my buddy's open mic night, and then I jumped on. A, I we had a show Saturday for my buddy's birthday. So I gathered a bunch of comics, and like every time we're doing this, I mean, we've done this three or four times now in the last two weeks. So every time we got three new people coming to try to do comedy. So it's like, we're kind of putting together something right now. It seems like it's just kind of interesting. Like uh, a bunch of funny friends and a bunch of funny people are kind of coming together right now. It seems like we're kind of figuring out what we're doing. So you said this is the first time in a couple or obviously what a year or two. I mean, is this because obviously COVID, so you're just shaking the rust off now, getting back going, pretty much. getting your flow pretty much. going. Yeah. Yeah. And I got, um, I, I recently married. So I, I um, Oh, I basically got, I, I got, well, thank you, brother. I got boring whenever I got into a relationship. So I didn't tour for a second, like, um, either. So it was a little before COVID too, probably like, I just kind of just hung around in the same city for the first time in a while, you know? Yeah. I mean, did you find yourself just more relaxed though, during all that? Just not, not trying to be funny and not touring and just. I doubled down on podcasts and just been killing it on guests. I've been getting a lot of rock stars and a lot of like huge people on my show. I like COVID kind of picked up. I mean, I had a lot of shit happen. I mean, my mom got kind of sick too, to where I like, I was like, Oh man, I need to work really hard to not think about this. You know what I mean? So I started getting a bunch of like people on, you know? Well, it seems like that was the norm. You know, obviously during COVID is that other people were just getting after the podcast just because they couldn't do anything else. Like stand up. I know like Burt Kreischer, I saw him do a couple of those drive-in shows. Um, I don't know if you followed that, but other than that, yeah, I mean, it was podcasters where most comedians were making their money there, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah, no, so I built up big here. Like, I got like, a, we had like Tommy Sean on. We had like, I mean, last last episode was like Smash Mouth. One before that was like a dude from Pro. I mean, it, it, it took a huge gain this last year because I had nothing else to do. So I focused on it. And like I said, like, my mom got kind of sick to where I was like, uh, I mean, to not think about that, I had to talk to Tommy Chong. You know and I mean, I, I like I do things like that to get my adrenaline going, to not fucking think about terrible shit happening, you know? For sure. It was like a weird escape, you know? Yeah. I mean, so how long have you been podcasting? Was that for a year now for COVID or longer? Well, a little bit longer than that. Successfully about a year. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, forever. I mean, I had a radio show first and we were on afternoon shows and like a Texas radio station. And I'm, I'm out of Missouri, but, uh, we did that. And then, um, we went to, we went to morning show really fast. Cause we're the only people that had good guests. Like I had like Jordan Belford and like sublime and like all these big guests and shit. And, uh, we went straight to morning radio and then we started making fun of all the DJs because I thought it was funny. Like they try <laughs> to make fun of us first. Like out of like some, like just whatever joke. And like, and I just kept roasting them. And, um, and I, and I asked like a question, I was like, uh, what's the best song to kill yourself to? And like ran like a poll for it. And like, and like everybody got pissed off. Like it was just a dumb joke, but like everybody's got pissed off and like, um, I got fired, rehired, fired, rehired, fired, rehired. And then eventually just fired. And then I was just like, all right, I'm gonna start a podcast and just work for myself. Cause I won't fire me. You know? Well, working by, for yourself is just so much better anyways, just right. Cause you can do it. Everything the way you want it to be done. You can work when you want to. You don't have nobody in the background. Obviously just saying like, Oh, Anthony, you shouldn't have said it that way. Probably when you should have did it this way. So yeah. I yeah, mean, it's, it's a lot better. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a lot better. Yeah, for sure. But so you started, you said you, are you from, you're from Missouri and you just, you were doing it out of your house and it was a Texas radio session. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I record like this or something. And then like, just, it'd be, you'd be in, um, on Texas radio. Yeah. And then like apps and all that stuff. What is it? Just, you know, you just stay a few words for a minute then all of a sudden play a song and then go back to it. Yeah. Is one of those. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, 
Yeah, where I'd be like, oh, I'm really sorry you guys have to hear this song. And like, whatever, this is like an alt rock station or some shit. I was like, oh, sorry about that song, guys, you know? <laughs> was, was that the type of music when you said you were trying, uh, you thought about being a rock star at one point? What, was it, you trying to, what type of music were you trying to get into? Punk. I tried to play punk music. I was really into that. Okay. I was, uh, I was a kid, but like, um, I was in bad, like, how old are you? 35. I'm the same age. So we're in the same generation. Oh, okay. 86. So when, when we, so when we were 21, like basically, um, you couldn't like music didn't sell. There's nothing to really do to make money off. I mean, we didn't have it figured out then. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, we have music a little more figured out now, but I mean, there was no industry. Nobody was going flat and we're all trying to figure it out. No one was buying CDs. So, I mean, it was the worst time to ever start a band really too. For me anyway. I mean, there's some su- successful people that blew up off stuff, but it wasn't me. And like, yeah. um, and I just kind of like, you gave up on that shit and like, worked in other shit like try to try to make movies and try to like um do comedy try to do other shit you know try to be a writer too just keep getting blacklisted well i mean it's i like it that you just went down every avenue almost trying to figure out or trying to get into almost every part of media it seems like you know movies music podcasting you were on the radio i mean how'd you how'd you start with the uh get into acting um, I annoyed um, one of my favorite filmmakers, Uber Bull. I fucking annoyed him. I mean, he made Rampage, and I love that movie. And um, and I annoyed him to be in Rampage 2, and he's like, no. Excuse me. He's like, no. And then like, I annoyed him to be in Rampage 3, and he's like, okay. <laughs> just so, like, fuck it. I, I did yeah, watch, the, I watched the first Rampage the other day. Just so, yeah, I'm in the third one. I'm in the third one. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Yeah, you, it was on Netflix, and I was like, oh, I'll check it out, see what we're talking about here. So. Yeah, yeah, no, I love that kind of like I love that story. I I thought it was such a good movie. I annoyed that guy to be in to be in this movie. Well, I mean, it's pretty badass to be in a in a movie, and you're also in another one, Planet Planet Ape or Psycho Ape. Uh, Psycho Ape. No, it's a it's an it's a it's a parody of a bunch of those movies though. So it's funny you said that. Yeah, no, it's a it's like an ape movie parody, a horror film, low budget kind of thing, and it's, it's killing it right now. It's like it's on Amazon, but it's like winning a bunch of awards at all. Every day, the director's like posting some new award. It's one. It's fucking weird. Well, how does that work? I mean, just because you're part of the movie, is the director like calling you up saying, "Hey, we're getting a bunch of views like on this," or is it? Well, my buddy's uh, my buddy Greg's one of the directors, and then like the other director's Addison, and um, and and Addison, he's on my Facebook, so I will just like see him. Like, I just shared something he posted earlier. He's like, he's just bragging about winning some other award. I'm like, holy fuck! Right, it's literally just like killing it. Award. I mean, it's probably won like 200 fucking awards. Fuck. No, no, it's crazy. Well, that's pretty impressive, dude. I would have never, I didn't expect that. I should have watched that one then instead of Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had, um, um, uh, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm only in the opening scene. I play two characters in the opening scene, but it's, it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty unique movie, you know? Well, how was, sh- how was shooting that movie, though? I mean, were you there for just a couple of days? You said just <laughs> the opening scenes, or I think I was there a week or something like that, or maybe a little under. Um, and yeah, I was there for the opening scene of the movie and like, um, like when they shot that. I think they shot in New York first and I met him in Detroit. I ate a bunch of edibles and rode the train to Detroit. How'd that go, dude? I lost my seat a couple times grabbing snacks, but outside of that, it was pretty good. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, I mean, is, is that a normal thing? for you? Just, you just wanted to do it to ride the train, or is that just kind of how you get in relaxed state? Or I didn't want to drive, man. Uh, okay. I was just like, this is so far. I'm like, I didn't want to fly. I'm like, I didn't want to drive. I was like, I, was, I took a... I took a train from St. Louis to Chicago, then Chicago to Detroit. So I was thought, I had another guest on. I don't know how many episodes it goes, but we were talking about uh, Stephen King, and we were talking about how when he wrote Cujo, 
Um, it said that he was basically, he doesn't remember writing it just because he was either drunk or cocaine or whatever drugs he was doing at the same time. So when you said you used to write for, uh, you know, your jokes and stuff, I mean, was do you like alter your mind by, you know, a few edibles there and just to see what you can write or? Oh yeah, no, I get super fucked up, man. Um, I, it just depends on, it just depends on the situation. Sometimes I get fucked up, sometimes I just do it sober. It just depends on, you know. Is it, it uh, on- one of those things like you, you, maybe you, uh, do it while you're, you know, intoxicated or whatever you want to call it, and then edit while you're sober or vice versa? Or- yeah, like Hemingway, right? Yeah, yeah. Hemingway used to say that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it depends, man. Like sometimes I'll just eat edibles and just start roasting people and die just because it makes me laugh, you know? Other times, like, I mean, I just like, I have to do it because I, like, I, I'm, I told people I talk into a microphone at this time, you know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. you said, you know, your, your shit's growing pretty big. So, I mean, that's got to be. Uh, some kind of type of something, good formula that's working. Well, it took forever, man. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm 35 right now. It took forever. I mean, I, I've been trying, I've been saying the same shit since I was 19, probably, man. Like it, uh, t- it took a long time to get any kind of fucking, any kind of anything going on. You know, was that just the power of the internet? I mean, what 19, I mean, we were, what was that? 2004 or five or so. so yeah. 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 No, I, 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 mean, I, Facebook I was around. yeah, it was, it wasn't successful at least. Yeah. Like MySpace was the shit then, you know, on YouTube and stuff. Like, is that when YouTube came around? I don't remember. Yeah, right around that time, it was like Times Person of the Year was like you because you could be on YouTube and shit. You know, it was a big 2005 was a big deal. That makes and like, sense. Uh, that makes sense. That's when it first all started coming around, you know, and like my and like uh, no, I kind of saw that window and like I I made I I had some mild success in like being young. And I had a director source film contract, but I partied too much. So I never even made that movie. I was like, uh, I was like just an idiot that just like partied too much. And like, uh, I still am now, but now I work a lot too, you know, but it's just like, I didn't, I didn't have that ethic back in the day. If I ruined like a director store film contract when I was 21, I would have had another movie. But even if had, I finished that movie, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, objectively but, speaking, I mean, just, there's not many people at 19. I mean, who has that type of work ethic? I mean, they're just... Just yeah, like kind of what you're saying. Like even you know, for me, like that was probably college times for me too. And the only thing I really cared about was just you know what are we doing after classes and stuff, and going you know where are we going tonight, boys, and all that. But yeah, I mean, but if you could change your mind though, go back then and just give you the same drive that you have now, like you said, you just went hard on podcasts. And I mean, or no something. Doubt. Yeah, no, I I didn't really realize podcasts were the thing. I mean, that this definitely become one of the biggest marketing vehicles for myself now. As the show's doing pretty good, but but it's just like. I mean, it's just, I never would have thought, I mean, the podcast is probably the dumbest thing I do, but it does the best, you know? Well, I mean, that's just, I mean, I it's agree. fun though, but it's fun. Yeah. But it doesn't, you know, a lot of the most successful ones, I mean, other than those crime doc, it's like there's Joe Rogan, then a bunch of crime documentaries, and then it just, or whatever you, crime serial ones, and then it's kind of go down the list from there, but those are the top three. But yeah, I mean, you find your niche, you have a good time, you connect with people like you and I are doing right now and just... Enjoy it, man. I mean, you know. I no, yeah, it's definitely the most fun job I've ever had. I just never thought that that was an avenue. I mean, this wasn't this wasn't really – this was called radio when I was a kid, so I mean, I guess I got mildly into radio, but it's just weird that, um, that this is a thing that works. You know, it's just weird. Do you think just because of COVID that, you know, people needed something playing in the background or it was just nice to, you know, being in quarantine, that's nice to ask, hear other people talking and have a conversation somewhat? or And that's why maybe it took off a little bit more or – 
I think a lot of things happen. I think running for office helped. I think getting bigger guests helped. I think um, people being at their house a lot helped. I think me being able to take the time, being home, not having to be in college, not having to be at work, not having to be whatever, and, and just focusing on this nonstop rather than, you know I mean, rather than doing a bunch, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it was so split before, like I would like be doing something for 20 hours, another thing for 20 hours, you know, it would be so, I'd do a podcast, but I mean, if you listen to the early episodes of the show, it's bullshit. You can't even understand what anybody's saying. Everybody's talking over each other. It's such fucking dog shit, man. <laughs> but, but we had big guests the whole time, which is the weird part. I mean, so, but the guests have been getting consistently bigger, it seems like, and like they're sharing them now, which is new. Hell like yeah. it used to just, you know, what I mean, it used to just be like, oh, I have this band on. They didn't give a fuck, you know. I'm just in the rotation. But now they're like sharing it on their social media and shit. It's getting a lot more views. It's getting crazy, to be honest with you, man. Is it almost overwhelming? At times, yeah. Because I mean, today I had a talk. Um, like, like uh, I, I did. Um, I moved this this podcast here today, and then I had an interview. Um, Candlebox, uh, like one of my favorite bands as a kid. Like I interviewed the singer, and like that was like 3 p.m. today, and I'm like, oh fuck. I mean, I gotta like beyond then and then beyond at like nine o'clock my time and then like you know, it's like and then and that's kind of spread out and last night i had to be on from like nine o'clock to like fucking three in the mornings i just kept doing sets you know rotating with people and shit you know so it's like it's just a lot of work but it's 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 way better than a cubicle you know oh for sure yeah just sitting under fluorescent lights and sitting in a small square yeah people go mental doing that so when you're uh when you're prepared for your shows, I mean, do you do a lot of, you said you had what candlestick on earlier. Do you research a lot or do you just kind of just wing it? Oh, um, I, I both really it depends on the guests. Like, um, this lady, um, I had this lady named Mary on soon that, um, she worked for Stratton Oakmont, which is where the Wolf of Wall Street's company was. This, oh, this yeah. Wolf of Wall. Oh, yeah. She worked, she worked for his company and like, um, she wants questions ahead of time, but that's not normally how I work. But I mean, in a situation like that, where a guest is really interesting, I may just write some bullshit up and then just do whatever I want whenever <coughs> sure. the, the show's on, you know? Yeah. I kind of feel like, because at one point, you know, with my show, I mean, obviously I haven't had anybody that big on, uh, on here, but just if I'm researching, I feel like that takes away my curiosity and I won't be able to ask a question because I already know the answer to it almost and just like mm, that was already you know. that's hilarious no it's true that's exactly how I view it I've never heard someone else say that though but that's that's totally true that's what I yeah because like uh, that's that's how you relate to every I mean you should ask questions you want to know I mean that listeners may not know and like I mean, there's already like a Howard Stern in an art bar that knows everything about the guest. Sure. I mean, there's already a guy like that, and we're not going to go those guys. That's all they do. They, they're fucking losers that do nothing else, you know? Yeah. But it's just like, to be honest, but like, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just good to, because the average person listening doesn't know shit either, you know? So, like, just like us, like, there's, they're basically just like us, you know? Exactly. I mean, that's how I always viewed it, just because, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I didn't know shit about anything. You know, what, what is the, uh, the Ozark girl? I don't know shit about fuck or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and that's how I always felt. But yeah, but, and it was more authentic to me instead of just going down of rehearsed questions and just asking the same ones and then, that person, the interviewee, I guess, has the same answer for every single one. It's just like, man, that just sounds rehearsed. So, yeah. You know, like, when I was doing, wanting to do this, it's like, man, it's just two people sitting at a bar. And I think that's a quote, though. Who, who do you want to have a beer with? Right. And, and talk with. So, but yeah, man, yeah, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad uh, you related to on that one. That was cool, man. I, like I think it's a good point, man. I like their sunglasses, by the way, dude. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, bro. <laughs> is, that, is that a normal thing? You just just rock them. Yeah, it's it's bright out here. Do you wear them uh, when you're doing uh, your comedy too? 
Sometimes it depends. It's usually late at night, so no, but it just depends. You know, it's bright in this fucking room and like all these fucking UV lights from the fucking computer screens and shit. Nice. So I'm trying to go blind. Were you always in uh, Missouri? Is that where you were born and bred at? Yeah, yeah. I'm from O'Fallon, Missouri, about 30 minutes outside of St. Louis. Now, now I'm in St. Louis. I'm in a bunch of places now, but yeah. So, I mean, you said you're building a bus or whatever, right? So you're gonna start traveling around and just staying in that, man. That's that's. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I call my no rent machine. You know, I won't have to buy, uh, pay rent or mortgage or anything. Just like live in a bus and like travel and make people pay me money to talk to a microphone. You know? Yeah. So is your wife want to go with you? Yeah, yeah. No, she's like somehow like my mom always makes fun of me. She's like, she's like, I can't believe you found somebody that wants to do this with you. <laughs> is she in a comedy as much as you are and acting and everything, or she's just kind of? She's a school teacher. Okay. But, uh, she she produced one of the films I worked on that I'm working on right now too. So I mean, she's been involved in some of it, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, just sounds like you got you got a lot going on. I mean, how do you how do you budget your time? Just being a, you know, get it, you know, podcasting, being you know, trying to act, and also doing your comedy. Now you're you know a husband. Do you have kids? I mean. No, 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 not not uh, legitimately. Okay, I mean, is that? I mean, do you just feel like you know? How, yeah, I can't, yeah. How do you budget your time? How do you keep everything going all at once? I mean, I don't really. I just, uh, I just, you know, it's just kind of chaotic, man. Like it was a, like last night, it was fucking crazy. I, I was up to like three in the morning out doing jokes and stuff, and then I come back and I'm like, I crashed to like fucking ten, and I have to do all this other shit. You know, it's like it's fucking just never ending work, to be honest. But it's worth it though. Like it has its perks and like it's, it's way better than like, I, I would always wonder what it was like if I didn't chase it, you know? I mean, do you like that? Just always like, cause I'm that type of person. Like I'm very task oriented. So always, and if I don't have something to do, I tend to find myself getting bored and just almost like just my mind just kind of goes crazy, I guess you could say. And I like doing both, man. I like, I like working really hard that I like fucking laying around for three days. You know, I, I like doing, I like doing both, man. I can just like do nothing after just doing a bunch of things. You know, I, I like, I like, but yeah, I will get bored if I don't do something soon, you know? Yeah. That's kind of my thing is that, you know, like, all right, I know that, you know, tomorrow I can get all X said thing done or whatever, but I know tonight I can watch two hours of Netflix and nothing, everything will be okay, you know? So I've been watching this, uh, speaking of Netflix, on on Hulu Reservation Dogs. You checked that out yet? I haven't. It's pretty badass, man. Uh, I thought it was, you know, supposed to be like kind of a spinoff of Reservoir Dogs, but... Um, I guess that's kind of where they got it from, but it's it's completely different than what I was suspecting. So it's awesome, man. Yeah, no, I've I've been watching anything in a while. I got a got a Nintendo Switch, and I've been playing video games on my only downtime. Oh yeah, what been, are you playing? Uh, what are you playing? I've been, I've been murdering children at Fortnite, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I got I got this new golf game. I got I haven't opened it yet. It's like a, a PGA golf game. Then I got like a, a Mario Kart. I've been playing Mario Kart Alice. You can't have Mario. fuck with Mario Kart hard, man. Yeah, and was, I love the handheld device, man. It's just fucking way more fun, you know. And I don't have to like do all this shit with an Xbox, be in front of a TV. I can just take it anywhere and like be in a fucking park playing, you know. And I got, I just take my router with me, and I could have like it's basically a cell phone, you know. So I just like hotspot my phone and fucking play online anywhere, you know. How was uh how's a Fortnite going, man? I I did that for I played for a while there for about maybe I don't know six months or so. Then I just got too frustrated all the time, but. I'm really good at Fortnite. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really good actually. Um, I'm so good that I played squats with my uh, my wife, and she can't. She's really bad at the game. And we got first place both times. Is I'm that good. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, bro. 
carrying her carrying her through the through that ground as well. You know, she, I don't think she shot one person in in two games, and we still got first place. So, dude, yeah, like me and a couple of guys I work out with. Yeah, we were playing with like every we get home from the gym and just play Fortnite for a couple hours and. I was getting wrecked all the time, and I was, I was like, I can't do this. I was getting so fucking mad, man. I was like, fuck this. What do you play it on? Uh, PS4 is a time. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I, I played on Xbox, and I played on uh, on uh, Nintendo Switch. But, you know, I, I'm fucking awesome at it, man. I, I win most of the games I'll play, but the problem is, is if I I get too cocky, I start fucking them up. Like, like I'll, I'll win, when I, and then I'll, uh, I'll take a break for like five minutes and play again, so I keep winning. Or if I go right into it afterwards, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm gonna make it like 45th place or some shit the next game, you know? Like, it was like first place and like 50th place, then first place. It was, it was like all over. But if I space myself, I play a game and then stop for like, like I said, five, 15 minutes like that, and then play again. I'll, I'll keep getting first place every time. That's pretty badass. I mean, at one point, it was, you know, one of the biggest games out there. I mean, is it still is? It's in the top three, I'd say. I, mean, I think Apex Legends is up there right now, too. And some uh, other games. Like, right. like, I forgot about like Apex. People, people get on like Halo and people are still playing Grand Theft Auto 5 online, man. You know, like, they're, they're just, I mean, I don't get it, man. Because I jumped on there a while back and just got murked everywhere. And it was just because I had no money again and stuff. But yeah, that game is still fucking alive and it blows yeah. my mind. This is what I mean. There's just an online community for it. I mean, so it's the same with uh, Fortnite. They'll probably never go away with Fortnite. It's, I mean, maybe it will eventually, but. It, they keep doing updates, man. It's, it's a it's a it's a game that keeps going, and it may not be the biggest game right now, but it's definitely up, one of them. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, they keep, like you said, they keep doing updates, and they keep bringing in, I guess, new pop culture icons as playable characters. And I mean, they, yeah, they got a winning system, man. They do, they do, and it's just a fun game, man. It's just like uh, it, it really is a competition against like whoever's on the whatever hundred people said yes to that at the time, and it's a battle of like willpower, you know, and who can who can like maintain who can who can fight or hide or defend themselves or fight the best you know it's like it's like hide and seek with guns you know yeah i mean i you know who was it ninja he made that game pretty popular too just because he was one of the biggest streamers right there at one point and i guess he still is i mean i haven't kept up with it in a while i fell off the yeah i can't name another streamer so i mean he probably <laughs> you know it's like i mean they exist but i mean he's, he's definitely the biggest well no there was one more uh doctor not doctor death he got banned though from Twitch. Um, speaking of getting banned, Doctor something. I don't know. He wears sunglasses. He's got like a mullet haircut. Anyway, <laughs> he's pretty. He, he was cool. He used to play that game a lot. But I'm on that. Uh, speaking of Xbox and stuff and golf, I'm well. This is not well, it's sports. Uh, I'm on a 2K22 grind right now. So I jump, nice, I, nice, dude. I jump back on that game. And have you ever the been basketball game? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm about. I bought the golf game because it's cheaper, but I'm buying basketball next for sure. Dude, run with me on that. We'll we'll, we'll throw it down. That's that's been my shit here the last few weeks since it came. What out. do you play that on? I'm on Xbox. The series. Okay. I, I got a Series X. So when we get off the air, we'll give out our handles. Yeah. No. I um. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not on it. I travel a bunch. So I'm playing on my Nintendo Switch, but that might be cross-platform. Yeah. 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 They do have a cross-platform version of it. So that's what I was thinking. Yeah. No, I'd play that. I have an Xbox, but it's like I'm. Like I said, I'm always like. I'm always like travel now, so I don't, I've just been playing Nintendo Switch, man. Like, have you ever been really addicted? I mean, as far as video game addiction or anything addicted to something? Oh, crack and killing hookers. I used to be a, no, I'm just joking. Uh, no, style. I, I, yeah, mur- <laughs> straight up murdering hookers. I'm, I'm addicted to it. I can't stop. No, but uh, no, for real, I think, um, in all seriousness, I, video games, man. I used to play video games forever. I have to like stop playing because, like, um, I used to play, like, when I was, like, a little fat kid, man, I, I was, like, 14 or some shit. I'd play, like, 
age vampires for like three days in a row. And I'm like, holy fuck. It's been like, every time I look at the clock, I'm like, it's been 18 hours. What? So you're one of those guys, huh? I lost a lot of time to that. No, I stopped myself before I became that guy because it happened like three or four times. And I'm like, I can't play this game anymore. Well, I don't want to just, you actually realized you were doing it though. You were actually yeah, yeah. To yourself. Damn. I've heard of people with that, with uh world of Warcraft. Yeah. It's the same concept. I just played age of empires. It's the same thing. Basically. It's like, I just like saw my time being wasted. I'm like, Oh man, I gotta do other shit with my life. You know? No, you can actually put, I mean, you know, a lot of people say that uh, video games is a waste of time. And I mean, there's a couple different arguments with that, that, you know, you get enjoyment out of it, but if it gets to a point, kind of what you were just saying is that, oh man, you're not doing anything else but that, playing games and it's ruined other aspects of your life, then I guess that's when it becomes a problem. Well, exactly. Yeah. Now, now I have, I'm so scheduled, bro. Like, I mean, I have to do so much stuff. Like I have to be out of this Airbnb tomorrow, at like 10. So I'm, I'm already, you know I mean, I can't, I can't even sleep in if I wanted to tomorrow. So it's like, I just have so many things I have to do. I mean, that I could probably play. I mean, I got to pack up tonight probably, but I could probably play maybe an hour or two of a game, you know? Sure. I can't play. For, I don't have the time to fucking do eight hours right now. So I'm constantly doing shit, you know? It's like I, I, I got a full schedule. I got I to gotta go back out. I got to drive an hour and a half tomorrow to start building my bus again, you know? Yeah. And I got all my appliances in. I got everything with the oven right now. So I'm just kind of, I got to do all that. You know what I mean? So it's like I don't really get a break, really. Um, like I'm not like 16 where I can just fucking lay around all day and no one depends on me, you know? So you're building this bus completely by yourself. We're kind of switching gears here. No pun intended there, but, uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, you're doing this all by yourself. I mean, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, my wife, my wife, uh, me and my, my wife and I are doing it. And then like, um, we've had a couple people help like her nephews, um, help tear out the seats cause they got these tiny hands that can get around stuff that I couldn't get. And, uh, and they, they, they did help a little bit and like, um, and there's been a couple people like our, um, my brother-in-law, he's putting in the water tanks underneath it and stuff. So, I mean, there's definitely been some outside help, but mostly, yeah, mostly us doing the demo and the build and all that. We did the flooring, the painting, uh, the framing of the bed so far. And then uh, we're giving the appliances in now, like the washer dryer in one unit, the uh, the sink, uh, all the stuff, the toilet. We already have all the stuff. Now we're going to frame that around it just now that we have it to scale, you know. Well, how, how are you doing this? I mean, have, have you just always been a handyman at- coming out the womb and just with a hammer and start building shit or is you just going no off? not at all <laughs> quite the opposite like I, I, I basically that's the this is the only time in my life I've been away from a computer screen long enough to fucking do something it's like it feels good to like put down the fucking phone and grab a hammer sometimes you know and just like build something I've, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos on I'm kind of just teaching myself how to do it yeah a little YouTube university right there huh yeah yeah no doubt. that's what gave me the idea originally because I was like man it'd be really we were talking about it's like our lease was ending um, maybe last October or something, I think it was. Um, so our lease was ending and we're like, you know what? I don't really want to fucking like do this forever and make other people rich, you know? So I was like trying to figure out a way where like now my boss could be a podcast studio. It's got a full kitchen. It's got all this different stuff. Um, a giant king size bed. I mean, it's like, it's really a place to relax. I'll be out everywhere else the rest of the time. You know, I could be like, then we'll get Airbnbs every time to time. I and mean, that's what we're doing right now. We just got married like last month. So we're just getting Airbnbs until our boss is done, you know? So we're just in random places and, don't really have to clean up after ourselves right now, you know? Is this like an old school bus? Like an actual yellow school bus or? Yeah, it's a yellow school bus. 2004, this year I graduated high school. So it's like, uh, they're kind of funny. It's the same year. Same. Yeah, we're the same age. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So is it hard to drive one of those same things? Oh, I mean, it Just seems it's like so it's so long. 
it seems like there's going to be a learning curve, but uh, my wife, my wife, well, my wife's from a really small town and she asked the, the local bus drivers in that town to teach us how to drive the school buses that we have. So we're going to like once it's completely done, we're going to take like some, like, like take some practice rides with them, get some notes and stuff. And then like, I'll probably, she's like I said, she's a teacher. So until probably May or so we'll be staying in like campgrounds within like a 40 mile radius of her school. Okay. Like campgrounds, cracker barrels, fucking like boondocking off people's land, whatever, whatever the fuck we're on an adventure locally first. And then by May, we're going to go across the United States, whatever the fuck, if there's still a United States and, uh, you know, we're going to just travel a bunch and go wherever the hell we want, you know? Well, is your goal to hit at least the 48 States or? I've been to most of them already, but the goal is okay. to kind of fucking okay, go somewhere. <laughs> I could just set up in Florida, you know, I could go set up wherever, just like have a house, you know, I just kind of enjoy my summer like that. You know, I kind of work hard during the, during the spring and fall and winter and stuff. And then just fucking chill all summer, you know? Nice. Nice. I mean, so as far as food and stuff goes, I mean, you going to like try to hunt or what are you going to do, man? That's where it's going to go. I think we have a, we have an ice co fridge, um, you know, two different temperature controls, like a cooler kind of shape. And uh, I'll probably meal prep some soups and easy shit to make like that. But um, hunting and fishing is probably where it's going to go. So I don't have to, but, but like I said, I'm kind of a tech guy. So I have to like learn how to flay fish and stuff like that, which I mean, I got the general idea, but I want to have people like actually show me and stuff. I'm like, yeah. and because yeah, I don't want to pay for food, especially in this guy. I mean, I'm not going to get a vaccine. So I mean, I mean, I may have to resort to hunting and fishing just not to, just not to get the mark of the fucking beast, you know? Dude, well, one thing this year that I decided to do is actually I've never shot a bow before, and I actually tried. Or I'm so I bought a bow, so I go in my backyard and shoot here from time to time, and started to like you know do a little compound bow hunting in the background in the backyard there, and because you know one, at one point I was like, man, what do the fucking grocery stores go out? You know, where am I? What am I going to fucking do? Yeah, and you want to be stocked up before then, you know. You want a generator. You want fucking for a bunch of shit, you know, fridges, fridges and freezers full of fucking meat, deer meat, and whatever the fuck else you have, you know. Yeah, I mean that's basically all around here is just deer and squirrels. or in, in my area, but I mean, but yeah, I mean, where I are you at? Uh, huh? Where Where am I at? Yeah, uh, Virginia, um, about two hours north of Charlotte, North Carolina. I don't know if that helps. Okay, like right what, uh, what part of Virginia are you in? So Southwest Virginia. Do you know? You ever heard of Virginia Tech? Yeah, yeah. I'm little, like ten minutes from there, maybe. 15. Uh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know I know exactly where you're at. I've been I've been through there actually. It's cool. Yeah, so it's like right there all mountains. It's right there in the Appalachian Mountains. So Yeah, are those those purple mountains or is that West Virginia? West Virginia's purple mountains, well, right? Well, I'm literally what I don't even know how far from the state line, so they probably have they probably have purple. But, you know, that's beautiful. Just be, no, I remember coming through there and I always try to take pictures of it and like it never does it justice. I like it looks so fucking cool and then I try I'm like trying to take a picture and send it to somebody I'm like, look at this and it just looks stupid yeah, as fuck. Well, right? Dude, anything you time you try to take a picture on your phones and stuff and you're just like, fuck. So Yeah, that part of the world's fucking beautiful, man. Like it's um yeah, Virginia's its own thing. You really feel America started from that part of America. Yeah. Like especially you, especially when you're in my area. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. But yeah, sorry. No, like like you know, you have like DC, which most people like consider Virginia and Maryland, but then like if you go south of that, it's there's it's all country land. So Yeah, yeah. No, you can really feel America was born there, man. So it's got a good vibe. I like that area. Yeah. I mean, especially where I grew up. I mean, I grew up in a town with no stoplights. It was all farmland. I mean, around me it was just all straight cornfields and yeah, like just me getting to my high school, like you and I were talking about, just twenty minutes roughly on a school bus, you know, going down the mountain. So, oh wow, yeah, and, and you know, my high school was actually, you know, we didn't have middle school; it was eighth through twelfth at mine. So, that's crazy. So, yeah, well, I don't know. 
if it was crazy or not. But anyway, it got me here, I guess. So, what do you <laughs> yeah, I know for sure. But yeah, we'll take it home on that, man. We're here. We did some things. We talked. We spoke. Uh, Anthony, if you want to throw out, if anybody wants to talk to you more and find out who you are, find out your comedy, let them know. Uh, I don't want anybody else getting a hold of me. I'm actually tired of people trying oh, okay. to contact That's me fine. and add, add me on so Just don't add me on social media or anything like that. Uh, just uh, if you if you want to relive the experience, uh, start this episode over and then play again and kind of uh, just relive what we had happening here. You know, good deal. That's good with me, man. Uh, well, again, let's take it home. I appreciate you doing this with me, man. It was a, it was a good time. You're a bad motherfucker, dude. No, likewise, man. I appreciate you having me on. It's a pleasure to be on your show. You got a cool thing going, and I hope you keep killing it, man. Oh, we appreciate that a lot, man. That means a lot. So, again, uh, Anthony, awesome time. Uh, people, take care of yourself and all that good stuff. See you later. We're out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 